Hello and welcome to your Divine Uniqueness Show. If you'd like to listen to live episodes and interact with our speakers, you can go to yourdivineuniqueness.com. Your, Y-O-U-R, Divine, D-I-V-I-N-E, Uniqueness, U-N-I-Q-U-E-N-E-S-S.com. Hello everyone, this is Monsef Afkar and thank you so much for being here with us on your divine uniqueness. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's really such, such, um, such a blessing and honor to have Danielle Brooks with us on the show. Um, really love her message. Like it's information and the guidance she brings. It's really, uh, really profound and you feel its resonance within your heart. You feel the truth and uh, the authenticity of, of what she shares and also the energy that she brings through her um, sacred singing. And uh, yeah, so so really excited that that she's here with us today. And Daniel is a medicine uh, singer, mystic mentor, and healer. And with her today, we'll be talking about our soul purpose. So um, we'll we'll talk uh, in details about that and uh, about self healing, about how we can write our story and living through the heart. And uh, yeah, also uh, later um, toward the end of the call, she will guide us on a, on a transmission to where you will experience um, Danielle singing and I highly recommend it. So stay tuned for that. And um, yeah, also I will take some questions later during the call. And um, also Danielle has really, really uh, inspiring story. Um, Maybe I, I will not share uh, her voice because I, I want I want her like through her words and the energy that she brings to share it, and it's it's it will feel much much more powerful. And yeah, as I said, very excited about the call. And Danielle, I I want to welcome you to the show. Thank you, thank you so much for being here with us today. Oh, thank you so much, Monsef. It is such a joy and a treat to be with you and your community. Thank you, everyone. I'm looking forward to this work we're going to do together today. Beautiful. Yeah, thank you. Thank you to you for being here and uh, for willing to share with us uh, this really uh, sacred space. So really, thank you. Thank you so much, Danielle. And as I said, um, when I heard about your, your story, um, I really find it, uh, found it very inspiring. And it can resonate with, with, with all of us at some point in our life. And I would love if we can uh, start with that and then we can, uh, after that, discuss our, our subject. So I would love if you can share maybe a little bit about your your story. Yeah, so the story of how I began to do this work, you mean. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, the healing because you you were um like you had cancer before and uh, after that you were like you were guided to do this work. Um Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes, the choice um was not something that I made with my head. Um mm-hmm. Back in uh, before the year 2000, I was very much fascinated and interested. I always have been in the spiritual and in my heart and in my soul. And I would have told you as a young woman that I was living my life very fully. But in the year 2000, I went through a series of what I will call initiations. Because that's really ultimately what they were. Uh, within a very short amount of time, what had felt like a very full life, I was newly married, I was pregnant, expecting twins, I was living in a new 
city in a new country. My career was going up. Um, I felt really, you know, full. You know that feeling when things are moving forward, they're good. Right. Yeah, and in that short amount of time, uh, within less than a year, I found that uh, my marriage completely crumbled. What I had thought was uh, a foundation based on love was actually not. It was There was a tremendous amount of of deceit and challenges there. Um, and in a short amount of time, family member passed away. Our family home burnt down. I was uh, far into my pregnancy with twins when I lost them both uh, in the t- in the final trimester. And then I was diagnosed with cancer. And I left my home. I decided to leave the marriage because I realized that it was not a healthy dynamic. And that I had been making choices consistently to be there for others, to be the good girl, you know, the good daughter, the good wife. And I'd lost myself. And I had so much pain and grief inside of me. I had no doubt in my mind that the cancer was caused by the grief that I was going through. Um, And I was blessed to have a, a, a doctor who 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 did not agree with this. He he uh he wasn't supportive. And I call that a blessing because because of that I went to see an Aboriginal healer. And she simply looked at me and she said, You're dying and you're dying quickly. But you can heal yourself. And you know when everything in your life is falling apart and there is just one little crack of light, one person, one voice. And the fact that she said, I could heal myself, was like the most beautiful balm. It was soothing to my heart. And I leaned in to hear more. And she said, you need to start at the beginning. And the beginning is not this year. The beginning goes back into your story. The beginning goes back into the way that you've grown up and lived your life and the wounds you've carried, the trauma all the things that have founded the choices that you've made. You must go back and you must heal them all. She didn't tell me how to do this, but she pointed the way. And I found very quickly that I left my beautiful home and I left my country where I was living. And I have no idea how I had the the power or the strength to do this because for a long time I just wanted to die. I wanted to curl up. But I feel very much that our heart never asks the impossible of us. It's going to stretch us, you know. It's going to push us. It's going to pull us. We're going to feel like we're breaking apart. But it wasn't asking the impossible. And I found that just taking life one little step at a time, one day at a time, meant that I could live that day and... I had a beautiful angel, and I'm going to bring her into the story because there was only one person who I felt was truly hearing me at that time when I was saying, I want to die, I want to give up. The pain is so much, I don't know how to heal. The cancer is spreading. Um, My pain around the children, it was huge. And she would call me and she'd say, what do you want to do today? And I would be in bed, and I don't want to get out of bed. I said, I want to stay in bed. And she would say, good, stay in bed. And she'd hang up. 
And she did this several times and I realized that she was helping me to give myself permission to be where I was, to fall apart, because I needed to fall apart. When other people were saying, get up, get going, you've got to make it happen, I I didn't Uh have that energy. I didn't. So I fell apart. And in the falling apart, miracles happened. And now miracles happen every single day to all of us. They're not only for some people, for special people. There's miracles happening there in everyday occurrence. But me allowing myself to be where I was, in a way opened the door so that the miracles could start happening. And the first miracle came that someone gifted me a plane ticket to go from where I was living in Australia to New York City. I have no idea how I even got on that airplane. I have no idea. I had one suitcase and I didn't have very much on me uh, other than a, a suitcase and a mountain of debt. But I somehow got on that airplane and I got myself to New York. And I found a little room and it was September 1, 2001 and I felt, okay, I'm going to begin rebuilding. And within 10 days, my little home was again changed because I was living and right at ground zero. I was three blocks away. So when that occurred, then the world around me started to break. And I share that as an initiation because that's what it was. It was my heart was leading me into a new way of being. But in order to live the life that I was about to start living, everything from my old life had to go. And if it had just been my marriage, or if it had just been cancer, or if it had just been the house burning, all of those things, I would have had the strength and the stubbornness to continue my old life. It's like everything had to go, you know? Yeah. And I share it because we're in this time now. We're in a time, especially this year, has been a time of deconstruction, a breaking down, a breaking down of the structures of the world, the way we live our life. We live our life from a place of fear. We live our life from a place of external desire and power and control. And that is not living through your heart. And it's breaking because... Our world is evolving. Our earth is evolving. Our entire cosmos is evolving. And if we continue to live a world based on fear, we will not evolve. Our destruction and our, and our disrespect for ourselves and for all life is counterproductive to our evolution. And so all of it is coming up now for us. It's breaking. And this is a time of great unknown. But I'm sharing my story today with you simply to say there are blessings. And blessings come disguised as loss. Blessings come disguised sometimes in hardship. Blessings come disguised when you are being shown that what has been is not working and you must choose the new, even if you don't know what it is. Your heart knows what it is. 
your heart knows. So the work is always to follow our heart. Let it stretch us. Let it lead us. Let it take you forward. For me, I'm not going to lie to you and say that it was easy. It really wasn't. The, the, the path is a challenging one because everything had to go. And in that going, I opened and opened and I sought to heal myself. I sought to, to come up with the answers that that healer had told me were inside of me. And she wasn't with me anymore to show me. I had to find them on my own. I went all around the world. I trained, I studied, I learned so that I could do this for myself. And out of this, work began to emerge that would flow in for others. But it didn't come so that I could be this for you or for anyone else. It came so that I could be me. Wow. That was, uh, yeah, that, that's that's really inspiring. Thank you so much for for sharing that. And I think, like, uh, we really need to, to hear that because... Um, during the times of, of, of change, when we, when we want to uh, start living our life like purposefully and like living from the heart uh, instead of uh, like following like what society uh, like try to dictate to us or uh, like just maybe uh, people around us ask us to just follow the, the rules that are pre-made for us. It's mm-hmm. maybe the transition, as you said, it's, it can be uh, really challenging. But but after that, like when we start living like through the heart, like it's it's um how to it's 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 much more better than what we can expect. And even though sometimes we we are afraid to hurt people around us uh, because we are letting go of many things, but but we are also helping them when we when we start um like following our hearts. And as you said, like. Yeah. In, in that stage, like we are actually rewriting our story and are writing a new story. And for that, we yeah. need to let go of, of what is old and what is no longer serving us. Um, yes, because yeah. the story that you've been living has been a story seen through the lens, through, your, through a perspective of woundedness and fear. So when you right. change your relationship to that, when you start to open up, when you start to realize that the wounds are not the deepest truth. There is love here. There is love. And when you start to meet that love and commit to that love and seek it out in yourself, your relationship changes. It's why I say sometimes scars, you know, scars become marks of beauty when Uh you change the way you look at it. So you have to change your belief, right? And when I say change your belief, let me explain it this way. All of our reality is an illusion. An illusion in the sense that it is based on a belief that you have. And when you change that belief, you change the reality. Let's say, for example, you were raised in a family where money was lacking. So you grew up with a thought that money is hard to come by. The thought becomes eventually, if you think it enough, a belief. And the belief is, money is scarce. And if you believe money is scarce long enough, 
you will start to manifest a truth. And the truth is, money is hard to come by. It is scarce. I always have lack. And if that is what you hold as a truth, you will seed it as your reality. So a truth becomes a belief, becomes a, uh, sorry, a thought, I mean, becomes a belief. And that becomes a truth and then that becomes a reality. But here's the thing. You can change the reality when you change the story. So I could tell you a story about my life, which is poor me. Oh my God, I can talk about it as a scar. But the, the most amazing thing has happened is that I, as I have grown and sat with this, I have seen that it is a mark of beauty because I, what I went through, I know there are, you, you are going through. I know that the uncertainty that I went through, you too are going through. I know there are people who are dealing with physical states of dis-ease that are unfathomable and pain. And I know that this is in you too. But the pain doesn't have to become suffering. Pain becomes suffering when we don't work with it, when we don't learn from it, when we don't grow, when we don't meet it as a teacher. All of what occurred to me taught me It taught me all the ways that my wounds, my pain, my insecurity, all the ways that I thought I was unlovable, unworthy, undeserving, lacking, all of that created choices. I didn't make decisions that respected myself, that valued myself, that honored myself. I was too busy trying to be Danielle that would, for who I thought others wanted me to be, for my for my partner, for my community, for family, you know? This is the way that we are that we are not respecting ourselves. It's we all have these beautiful hearts. The heart is pure, but we need to respect our hearts. And when we choose something that is loving deeply loving for ourselves, I guarantee it is loving for everyone else. Because, Monsef, you said, you know, we don't want to hurt the ones around us. But when something is loving, it is love manifests love. Fear manifests fear. Love will always create love for others. So when you make a choice for yourself that is truly self-loving, it is loving for everyone else, whether they are aware of it yet or not. Love creates more love. That is our power. And that is our beauty. Mm-hmm. So we're being invited to choose, to create, and to come back into that love. So let me ask a question of you. How are you withholding love from yourself? Are you judging yourself? Are you feeling that you're not worthy because you're not doing something right? That you're unlovable because you haven't experienced what you want yet? Do you feel that you are undeserving because you are ashamed of what has been or what you have lived? All of these ways we withhold love. It's like we say to love, no, I am not worthy of you. And love is our essence, it's our truth. 
we need to look at how we are withholding love, how we judge ourselves, how we punish ourselves, how we hold ourselves to a standard of perfection that has nothing to do with our truth. It has to do with how we think we must be. It's an outward picture. The, the truth is we are born of love. We are created by love. We are love. Monsef, would you agree with me if I said um, this universe has an organizing principle that is above and beyond what you understand it to be? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. And I'm asking those of those that are on this call with us, do you believe that this universe has... Uh, a brilliance, uh, an intelligence above and beyond what you know. Because I feel that it does. And this universe holds everything. It is an inclusive universe. There's everything in it. There's what we call good. There's what we call bad. There's everything. And there is a beautiful divine orchestration that is always going on. And it is beyond what I can see or understand, but there is a divine design. There is an organizing principle of synchronicity and flow. And whatever I choose to focus on, I will create because this universe is inclusive. We have free will because that is the greatest love of all. Whatever we choose, we create. There is nothing more loving than the fact that we have free will. We can choose anything and we can create anything. That is love. That's power. And so in this universe, what we choose is what we create because we are that loved. Because we are supported so magnificently. And so what story do you want to create about yourself? What do you want to choose to see in yourself? Do you want to see your scars? Or do you want to see them as marks of beauty that have taught you empathy, that have taught you compassion, that have taught you acceptance, that have taught you humility, that have taught you sensitivity, that have taught you what a magnificently beautiful heart you have? Choose and choose from love. Wow. That was so beautiful. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Danielle. And um, also, as you mentioned, that's like the universe like um, orchestrates this creation in, in ways that sometimes we don't understand. And also, mm -hmm. as we are talking today about soul purpose, also like... Uh, when when we talk about purpose, sometimes we feel there is a lot of judgment and maybe uh, we think that we are not living our purpose and we are doing something wrong. But like maybe also like through the purpose, it's not some it's something also that that is maybe we we cannot understand fully uh, with our mind. But it's it's more about uh, an experience and through connection to the heart. So I would yeah. love if you can maybe. 
uh, talk a little bit about that uh, from your perspective. What is what is the purpose? Because mm -hmm. there are many definitions about it, and would love if you can yeah. share uh, with our viewers. Absolutely, I love the word that you used fully, because mm -hmm. we have no idea how full we are. We live in this universe that is so powerful and expansive and extraordinary, and we are a microcosmos. We have all the universe inside of us. Our bones are made of the stardust. We are of the stars. We have no idea how powerful we are, and science is slowly starting to catch up now and understand, oh my God, the power of the mind, the power of the heart, the power of our capacity to create and to recreate ourselves. I, uh, we have no idea of our power. For myself, when I chose to address um, my healing from cancer, I chose not to see it as healing from cancer. I chose to see it as uh understanding how I could love myself more in all the ways I had withheld love. And what happened was the cancer started to dissolve. But I know the cancer came to me as a teacher. It was a very difficult teacher, really difficult. But I understood in this process that my purpose is to know myself. Our purpose is to be who we are in truth. Who we are in truth is not our wounds. It's not our pain. It's not our fear. That's all perceptions of lack. Who we are in truth is something that is unfolding. It's growing. We have no clue of how profoundly beautiful we are. Our purpose is to discover this. Our purpose is to be our unique self. And how do we do this? It's got nothing to do with a role. It's got nothing to do with a job. I mean, when the, the singing and, and the medicine singing started coming through me, I had this idea, well, this is my job now. This is my purpose. And right away, it was taken away. My voice was taken away, and I went into a couple of months of what looked like pneumonia. And that's because I had put my sense of self dependent on a job and a role. And uh -huh. that's not what this is about. It isn't. Our purpose isn't uh, our role or a job, you know, because then it would make love dependent on that action. Because when you think you're only worthy of love when you're being a good teacher or when you're being a great parent or when you are being, uh, when you're showing up in your job, you make love dependent on that role, and that is not your purpose. It is to be who you are and to discover who you are, to get to know who you are and what your heart sings. We have within us a vastness of our soul. It is an ocean of magnificence. And there is so much in each of us that is waiting to be discovered. Our purpose is to discover that. And so the question comes, follow your joy. What gives you joy? What brings you alive? What speaks to you and pulls you? Follow the pull. 
don't push on life and say, this is how I must be and this is what it will look like and when I do this, I will... You know what I mean? That's pushing. Work Mm -hmm. with the universe. Lean in and ask, show me. Show me the divine design. I'm open, I'm ready, I'm listening. Follow the pull. Follow what your heart calls for. And perhaps right now, especially now, when so much is breaking and the new is unknown, it's really hard to have any clarity. So let's break this down into bite-sized pieces, shall we? Do it mm-hmm. one little thing at a time. Maybe maybe you're someone who has, you, you know... Uh, a very busy day and you've got a to-do list in front of you. Everything that has to be accomplished today. Look at the list and feel in which one is wanting to be done first. Not need, not not from a, a, the mindset, but which one would you like to do first? Which one would give you the most joy? Where can you find joy? Where can you fill your time with joy? How can you make whatever you do joy-filled? And it doesn't—it doesn't have to be about changing what you do. It's about changing your relationship with what you do. If you're someone who, in the morning, you have to get up before you go to work and walk the dog, fine, great. But now it's not you walking the dog. This is you getting to go out and breathe the time and the spaciousness in this air and making time for you and your beloved dog gets to join you. This is your time. Do you see what I mean? It's about mm-hmm. it's yeah. about honoring self first and saying, what gives me joy? What would make me happiest in this moment? And that might mean saying no to a lot of things. And it might mean saying yes to some new things. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, exactly. It's it's uh, like when when we start like maybe moving like maybe even slowly like one step at a time. Like with time, we we don't realize like how far we go and what what we are able to create because. If, like you said, if we create from the heart, if we put love in what we do, like time doesn't have much importance anymore because we are like uh, perfect, like more into what what we are creating, and this is what is important. Exactly, Uh, this is this is living purposefully, because let's be honest, when we talk about stories, we're in the past, and when we are worried, we're in the future. You know, when we're worried, we're using our imagination to create what we don't want in the future. We're not here. We're not in the now moment. And everything happens in the now. But we're rarely ever here. We're busy creating from a place of worry about the future or fear around what has been. So we need to break it down. Purpose isn't a dum-dum-dum the purpose of your life you know good god that's you know that's a lot of pressure yeah it's more it's more about bringing purpose into the moment now into the thought into the words you use 
into the actions. And the question is, what what do I choose to be? I am powerful. I can choose anything. I can choose to be compassionate to myself right now. My mind is going crazy with fear and worry and doubt. How can I be compassionate to myself? This is living purposefully. It could be that you are really, truly wanting to be responsible in your life. And so then that becomes the guiding soul quality. And the purpose in the moment is how can I respond truly from a place of my heart to everything in my life? How can I take responsibility, which is my ability to respond? And in this way, we live fully in the present and we bring purpose into the present. We bring purpose into our thoughts. We bring purpose into our being. Purpose has nothing to do with what you do. It has to do with being the embodiment, being yourself. And when you are being true to yourself, your actions follow. But you have to come back to being. It seems simple, but believe me, it is a masterful practice. And it is a practice of coming back into the moment, into the moment, into the moment. And in this moment, letting go of the judgment, letting go of the fear, letting go of the worry, noticing it, allowing it to be but choosing, choosing from your heart what you most need and being that. This is the way we are creating a new way of living, a new way of existing and co-creating and expressing. It has nothing to do with the mind. It has nothing to do with the ego and the personality of, you know, how can I be uh, successful in the eyes of others? How can I uh, accomplish what I want to accomplish? You're lost. You're out of your heart. Come back in. What speaks to your heart? What sings you? What do you find deeply nourishing? What do you need to give to yourself? that would be deeply caring. And that is the quality. And that quality will emanate out and it will build and it will draw to you. It will amplify and magnify and magnetize to you a life that is full, that is magical and miraculous because you are being true. True to your heart, true to your soul. It's a dance, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. And uh, yeah, it's a beautiful dance. Um, yeah, that, that was so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Danielle. Um, and uh, yeah, so so everyone, we will take uh, also questions uh, in a little bit. And just want, want to mention that... Um, like, uh, please ask like questions uh, about the topic, or maybe general that can relate to everyone, uh, because 
of the kind of the work that Daniel does. If it's uh, like question, personal question, it will take time and it will need a transmission on its own. But we will have like trans a group transmission in the end. So um, please uh, make it like uh, about the topic or uh, something that is can relate to everyone. And uh, yeah, you can share your questions on the webcast by typing them on the question box. Uh, or if you are on the phone or the web call, you can raise your hand by pressing start to. And um, Daniel, as, as you were uh, talking just now, you shared about being compassionate to, to and loving to ourselves. And it's, it's, I think this, this is how it, how it starts because uh, we have this, this desire. We want to change the world. We want to change our collective reality and create together this new earth that is based on love. But it's, it starts with, within ourselves. And in, in those times when, uh, when we feel like we made mistakes, we made something that we, we may call wrong or bad, it's, it's there the opportunity to be available for ourselves and to give love to ourselves, uh, even in, in, in those times that we judge ourselves, like try to, uh, when we try to, to be present with what we feel and try to give love to ourselves, it's, this is how we can change how we relate to the outer world. This is how we can yes. change how we relate to other people as well. So this desire to change the world around us, is that's an external projection, right? Mm -hmm. And our world is totally focused on an external projection of power. And so if you want to change the world, you need to go in. It's not about external power. It's about connecting to your inner power. And your inner power occurs, you tap into your authentic power when your ego, your personality, your mind is in service to the essence of your soul. And when you are this, you are being true to yourself. And that is change. In that way, you are a global vehicle of change. When people say, I want to change other people, well, there's judgment in that, isn't there? Because you're still projecting outside of yourself at what someone else is. And what I was saying, this universe is a love-based universe because there is space for everything. It's inclusive. So we, we can't be the light and hold others in darkness. And if you hate those that hate, you step into the darkness with them. I understand the pain. We all know pain. We all know suffering. We are being called to stand in our light and go in and choose from our hearts. This is why you are listening on this call, because you are that powerful. And this speaks to you, because this is your journey as it is mine. It is what we are doing. The world will change as the world changes. We need to be different. If you want the world to be different, we need to show up in a different way, which is not trying to project onto others, but it is by being a living embodiment of our own alignment with our soul. This, this is our work. This is our incredible purpose for being in this time. 
it's to be true to ourselves. Every time that you are true to your soul, you create the potential in the collective field for that to exist. And it's amplified and it's amplified. And so many people are sitting in very deep inner times of quiet and solitude because when you start doing this work, you need space. You need quiet. You need to go in. And you need stillness to go in. And several times I've spoken with people recently where they say they fear that they are not contributing enough in this world. And if you are someone who doubts whether you are contributing your light because you are working so deeply in your own process, then please hear me now when I thank you deeply for what you are being, for the fact that you are looking inwardly at your wounds and your suffering and you are choosing, you are choosing to sit with them, to not judge yourself and bring light in to your darkest wounds, to weave light in and to rewrite the story of your life now. Every time you choose to do that on your own, you are affecting a change for us all because we are interconnected. We are all one. We are unified. And yes, it feels very lonely, but you are not alone. You need to go into yourself and that can make you feel lonely. But that journey of going in is to tap in to the truth of who you are, which is you are a prism of this exquisite facet of life that we are all part of and we are all equal in. And the work we're going to do today in the transmission is to support you, to help you, to lay your worries down, because I know it's hard. So that, if anything, you can feel in this love the profound support that is here cosmically for us. There is so much love for us because we are doing something we've never done before. We have never on such a mass scale chosen to get real and true in our hearts the way that we are now. And we are ending thousands of years of fear. And it's at its height. It's at its strongest because it's always darkest before dawn. And dawn is coming, my friends. You are the dawn. You are. I am. And all source sings us together because that's where we're at and that's what we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, that everything you share, uh, Danielle, is, is so beautiful and yeah, it's it's really deep and like we feel the words, like the energy behind it. We feel it's uh within our heart. Um yeah, really <laughs> thank you. Thank you for, for sharing this with us. Can we maybe take a couple of questions and then we absolutely we do okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So um we have a caller from British Columbia phone number ending with twenty eight sixty. Hello. 
Hi, thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. What is your name? Uh, Sherry. Hi, um, Sherry. I, hi, Sherry. Hi, hi um, uh, you kind of said it all. <laughs> I just wanted to say from my heart to yours, namaste, you are such an inspiration. Um, I think you're, you're really being... Um, what it's all about. Oh, um, Sherry. Well, thank you. Thank you. You're clearly marrying that back, my sweetheart. Can I ask you a question then? Sure. Yeah. When you ask your heart, what does Sherry most need right now? What does your heart say? Just to be. Oh. <laughs> But you know, yeah. I just didn't think that was enough, and you really addressed that today. That I, my mind took over and made yeah. it into something it wasn't supposed to be about at all. And I really just needed to hear that it's just okay to be me. Oh, it's even better than okay, honey. <laughs> you being you, because there's no one who can be you the way you do, right? And um. I often think when I doubt and question myself and I fall apart, and that happens, good Lord, that happens. <laughs> I remember I remember one thing that I say, which is, I know myself as loved. I know myself as loved. I know myself as loved by God. How the world around me reacts or responds to me, come back, doesn't matter. I am born of love. And the more I recognize and allow that and allow myself to be who I am and also to allow what isn't in my life. That I let go of the story and I let go of expectations and assumptions around who I'm supposed to be. The freedom comes in, right? The freedom comes in. I have space. I am and I'm pretty kooky. I'm silly, I make mistakes all the time, I fall down, I cry, I'm scared, I'm strong, I'm all of it. Yeah. Yes, and you, like, yes, thank you, just, yeah, yeah, thank you, you are, you are, honestly, from my heart to yours, it's just so refreshing, and um, I'm just so very grateful, so thank you. So am I, Sherry. Thank you so much for being. <laughs> and we're going to sing you, my darling. We're going to sing you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Wansaf. Thank you. Thank you, Sherry. Much love. <laughs> Thanks. Much love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that, that was so profound. Um, thank you. Thank you so much, Danielle. And also thank you, Sherry. Um, really love your energy. Um, yeah, so, so let's see. We have a feedback from Tina about what you were sharing earlier. Um, she wrote, thank you. I needed to hear that. And at times when I want to give up on my family, I know better, but sometimes uh, their, their harsh words um, I am learning to let them go and keep my love for them and keep being myself and hope for them to understand someday. Oh, my God. 
Tina. Okay, everybody. Can we just hold Tina in the center here and honor her right now? Because she's a superstar. Everyone who is choosing something new when they have grown up in an environment that doesn't understand love, that has lived with lack of love. And our families, and you know, it could be your parents, it could be their grandparents, but they have not learned how to love themselves fully. And that is transferred down. That is transferred down, transferred down. That is part of our genealogical patterns. And there are those of you, there are those of us here who in this life have chosen, I will not carry this pattern anymore. I am choosing to let it go. Though there is a great fear and an unknown of what love truly is, there is something in me that is pulling me to a greater place of understanding that perhaps my family or my community or those around me do not know. You are profound because you are choosing to stop a pattern of withholding love that has gone down cycles and generations. And when we do this work, this is one of my favorite works to do with people because we call that love in. We call them into your ancestors. Those who are in in body and those that aren't, anyone who now chooses to open up and expand that love will receive it. And we pass it forward into your future ancestors. Because every time you choose to come back into your heart, you strengthen that bond and you create it for everyone. So, thank you. Thank you for the profound work you're doing in being love. Beautiful. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much, um, Tina, um, for all that you are and for every choice that you are making. Really, you are such a gift yeah. and, and also everyone in, with us in the call. Um, really, thank you. And um, we have uh, uh, Yai Chunde from Canada. She said, hearing Danielle talk is just profound, releasing a lot of emotion. Never happened before on your show. My heart, thank her. Blessings. Oh, thank you. I'm, I didn't catch the name. Can you repeat it one more time, Melissa? Yai Tunde. Yai Tunde. I love it. It's, it's all these Canadians. I'm Canadian. We're all showing up on your show. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I really appreciate the sharing and the honesty because um, as you share, just know that there are many that are not able to share who are feeling the same way as you. They're feeling the same way as me. And when we come together and we work in this way, it's like a wave. It's going to affect those out there who can't call in or who are going to listen to the replay later and know that you're part of this. You're part of the love. There's a seat at this table for everyone. So thank you. Thank you for showing up. Beautiful. Thank you, Yechun Day. And, um, okay, let's take a question. Uh, we have uh, Ekaterina from Ottawa, also from Canada. 
the question I keep asking, how not to suffer so much for every elephant, you know, chicken or cow tortured and killed on this planet? The animal cruelty remains an extremely difficult issue to heal for me. Yeah, I understand that. Um, I think the core issue beneath it all is the lack of respect. You know? The lack of respect that we give to ourselves and to our fellow beings, be they of feather, fur, fin, or skin. The lack of respect that we hold for life is deeply wounding. When we respect life, when we respect our own lives, it will emanate out into this world. Because you cannot hold respect for yourself, true respect, and not see the life that each of us lives. And so for myself, I hear what you're saying. And I know that what it does for me is it keeps me committed to that respect and to giving thanks, to giving thanks to all beings, to all earth, and to honoring them, and to being that embodiment in this life, and to holding them. One of my greatest teachers in this life was a little dog called Rufus P. Lovejoy, who walked with me for 14 years, and for those of you who have done sessions with me over the years, you know him. He was a true master of love. Animals show us how to be true and natural. And there are many people that don't know that because they themselves don't know how to be true and natural in themselves or that they are worthy of love. So my invitation to you is the invitation that I make for us all, that we support each other, that we support all life in upholding that respect and upholding that gentleness. And may that emanate and guide us in whatever actions speak to you, whatever choices you make, make them with respect for all, for all is equal. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much, Danielle, for, for saying that. And uh, also thank you, Ekaterina. Um, a beautiful question. Yeah. And, She's, uh, Ottawa is just mm-hmm. two minutes from my house. I love that. Okay. Hi, neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, today it's a Canadian call, I guess. It is it's a Canadian <laughs> call. I love it. I mean, I, I love all of it, but, you know, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's kind of a hoot. We're all the way over in Morocco to yeah. boomerang everywhere. It just makes you realize there's no space and time. We're all together. Absolutely. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, so, yeah, Danielle, um, do we move now to the transmission? Um, I, I would love to do this with you all. Um, I would great. invite you to, if you don't have headphones on, earplug, earbuds, it would be a wonderful and wise decision to do that because what we're going to do now is we're going to come together in support and in love. And I know that there are other questions and there are other needs, 
But know that if you are on this, if you are connecting in, Source Divine knows exactly what you need. When we open our hearts, we receive what we most need. And certainly, some of what people have been sharing today is a deep sadness and a deep pain around the way that we treat the natural world. A deep pain and a deep woundedness with how our communities and families lack love. A deep sense of doubt and questioning around who we are and that we are enough. You know, our whole world is based on this idea of lack and there isn't enough. And we're always being pushed. You know, you're not you're not uh, successful enough. You're not young enough. You're not rich enough. You're not um, thin enough. You're not, you know, it, it just goes on and on. And it perpetuates an illness, an illusion that you yourself are not enough. And I'm inviting us all to hold together a unity in this circle and let us breathe compassion in. Compassion for self. Let us breathe clarity in so that we make choices that respect and honor all life. Let us breathe openness in that we may always align with our beloved soul and our essence as source creators in this beautiful infinite cosmos. And if there is something that you yourself are deeply seeking, a pain or a woundedness, I'm going to invite you to pray into your heart for guidance, for assistance, Because as we open this energy, all is possible. And the most amazing thing is we're doing this together. Yes, the singing comes through me, but I'm just the mouthpiece. You, my darlings, you are creators. And creation is singing a response to that which we now choose to create. So I'm going to invite you to join me And can you sit or lie down and simply be here? Simply allow yourself to be with what is going on in your life and what isn't going on with your life. Can you allow the fear, the doubt, the worry, the hurts, the suffering, can you bring it here? Can you place it on the altar here? Can you ask for assistance and can you be open to receiving this support now? You don't need to change anything. Allow yourself to be in your heart. And as you breathe into your heart, bring your focus and energy down into it. Bring yourself into the now moment, into this space. 
and connect with your heart. Your heart is connected with the heart of the great central sun of our universe. Your heart is aligned perfectly with the heart of all that is. Breathe into this. Breathe in and know that you are not alone in this call. We are all here together. And imagine, if you like, a web of light that connects us heart to heart to heart. Feel your heart connecting with all those who are here in this circle. This circle is infinite. It's magnificent. It's outside of space and time. In the power of the now, connect with this circle and breathe into it. Open into the love that is here. As you choose love and as you choose to lead your life as love, may your truest truths come with greater clarity, greater knowingness. Let go of the need to do and to change, to become or to know. Open now to receiving support. Can you open to the gentle care? We are one. We're strong when we remember who we are. Our light expands. Our power grows as we come into this remembering. Breathe in and may love guide us. Let it nourish you. Breathe into your heart, into your body and follow your breath in. Let your breath flow through you and let your breath be light, light that you breathe in for yourself. And as you exhale, allow it to flow out through into the world. You don't need to do anything but breathe and be open. Call in the light. Remember you are light. There is light in you. There is light all around you. And we call forth all the light of this universe now to stand in a circle around us. And in this circle are your guides, your master guardians, your teachers, the beings of light and love from the many mansion worlds of the divine, those with no name who simply serve the highest frequency of light. Breathe and know that they are here and they surround us. And with the grace of the divine that they are, may we feel their support 
and the upholding of the divine design both here on earth and in the universe now. Place your wounds and your pain at the altar. Open your hands. Breathe in and receive love.
Ya 
Ibaiko malanye waramasha mapawa lanwatai Aonya wena wena Bawo mawo wamowa Ea mawena wayo Shayiratai uyo Place one hand on your heart and the other on the seat of your soul, which is in your solar plexus. Just breathe in here, beautiful ones, as they go deeper into the core, connecting with your core essence and your light to help and to support you in connecting to that which is the ocean of your soul. Ama aliyu yu yu la nyamata nye ye yi la yo la lo lo ra ya to to ya sa wi ya pa lo yinye o lo yi ta ya ma o do yinye nye yinye nye nye la to nye yinye nye Ya 
。おこしゃまえあわわろんけやわ。おいやおえいやろいたなあまおいしゃおろらなら。あまかはれあれひおいたら。んちょろれあいよおらんだな。ぼもろろだんじおらんじゃな。
for all of us as we ascend, as we grow, as we deepen, and as we become true to soul. There is a deep honoring and great support. Breathe. Hold this energy. Stay in it. Let it dance through you. Linger in it with blessings. We thank you for this healing. We thank you. We thank you. Wow. That that was so so profound. Um thank you. Thank you for that experience, um, Danielle. Um yeah, I really loved all all the transmission, like the beginning, how you guided us through uh this really beautiful words that you shared and helped us connect uh to our hearts and also with the singing and light language. That was um really, really wonderful experience. Um yeah. Thank you so much for that. You're welcome. My pleasure. It's still going on. So the invitation now is just to stay in it. You know, we were saying before that there's not much talking after a session because the invitation is to just stay in it. It's continuing. It's seeding. It will continue. Drink lots of water and know that we're here. If you want to go deeper, higher, farther, there is so much love. So thank you, Munzef, for making this available today. Thank you to each and every one of you for being here. It is an honor and a pleasure to share together. Beautiful. And it's it's our honor to connect with you and um, raise your experience, your beautiful wisdom and energy that you bring. Um, really, thank you. Thank you again. Very grateful to you, Danielle. Um, and also thank you everyone for being here, for sharing with us this uh, beautiful space, for your wonderful questions, for for being here with us. Just by being here, you really uh, allow us to create these these really um, transformative and profound experiences uh, that we are having here on the show. So thank you so much for that. I'm sending you so much love, and see you on the next call. Bye bye everyone. Bye bye. <laughs> If you'd like to listen to live episodes and interact with our speakers, you can go to yourdivineuniqueness.com. Your, Y-O-U-R, divine, D-I-V-I-N-E, uniqueness, U-N-I-Q-U-E-N-E-S-S.com.